Welcome to the Whitefish Chain Experience Podcast, where we break the chain of isolation and engage our community with stories, insights, latest trends, and our recommendations for the perfect Whitefish Chain Experience. Here is your host, Kent Carlson. Hey guys, welcome to the episode. I'm excited to introduce uh, our guest uh, today, uh, Doris Frazier. Uh, affectionately known as Dodo Frazier here in Lakes Country. Uh, when God introduced Dodo to the world years ago, uh, Calvin Coolidge was the president of the United States. Uh, Dodo has endured the Depression years. Uh, Dodo has, um, in her life here in the Lakes um, area, experienced so much um, She's here tonight to share some stories, some insights. Uh, Also, she will be getting into uh, some of her observations about the significant changes that have occurred uh, up here. And we're excited to get her perspective. And uh, without any further delay, we'll go right to the interview. Uh, Thank you for listening. Hey, Dodo, how are you tonight? I'm just fine, thank you. Good. I see you're with uh, your daughter, Mary. Yeah. Yes. She's All helping right. me. <laughs> She's helping you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for just working with me the last couple of weeks, just getting this set up and getting on a Zoom call. I know with technology, things can be challenging, but thanks to Mary's help, we're we're online and we're recording. So I'm just really looking forward to our discussion. Uh, you've lived in the Cross Lake community for, well, your whole life, and it's been quite an experience, I'm sure. And that's what I was hoping we could get into and talk about tonight. Um, so let let the people know listening to this uh, podcast, just a little bit about yourself, Dodo. Just, just introduce yourself uh, a little bit, if you could, please. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, my name is uh, Doris Fraser, but I'm uh, uh, affectionately known as Dodo. In fact, all, everybody that knows me just calls me Dodo. And um, I have lived in Cross Lake for almost 90, 73 years, uh, since 1948 when I was married, and that's where we came. But basically, I lived in the lake country here all my life because I was... Um, um, I was born in Wisconsin, but we moved up here in 1927, and uh, we lived uh, just north of the Whitefish Chain. So I am very familiar with the lakes. We used to walk down there and go swimming, and when I was a child, we did, and we grew up right there in Swanberg, and I went to a little uh, sixth grade, they had sixth grades in the little schoolhouse. By the way, the schoolhouse is still standing. It's uh, the Timothy Township Town Hall now. And that little area is uh, just a little ways west of Cross Lake. So I'm kind of a local. I've kind of lived here basically all my life. Sure. Did you want, did you want me to tell you a little bit about my childhood or should I wait, wait with that? Yeah, Dodo, that would be great. Yeah, now the um, the Swan, Swanberg, is that north of uh, Highway 1 or is that south? No, it's Highway 1 runs right through it. Right through say. it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's north of the Whitefish Chain. It's a, it's a township, the Timothy Township, it's called. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. so yeah, share your childhood experiences uh, growing up in Swanberg. Well, it was a, 
it's a free time, I should say, because, you know, we could just do anything we wanted. Um, my mother would just let us, we would run in the woods and run and do whatever we wanted to. And uh, we had chores to do, of course, but uh, we had a lot of fun too. We would climb trees and uh, my little brother and I used to have one little activity that uh, I, I don't know if I should even tell you, but anyhow, in the morning when the cows came out, we had cows. Uh, sometimes that they would leave us a pie, a nice, soft, warm pie, and we would go barefooted in it, and then we'd run down to the creek and wash our feet. <laughs> Pretty nice. crazy, but that's what we did. But we had we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And we walked to school. We carry our lunch in a little, uh, it was called a syrup pail, a tin syrup pail with a tight lid. And we always had to have somebody around that had uh, a a nail or something to get the cover off otherwise we wouldn't get any lunch you know mm -hmm. but it was an it was a nice I grew up it was a one time that wonderful time to grow up even if it was depression and uh, um, we didn't have a lot you know we we didn't have electricity we didn't have hot and cold running water um, we heated with wood so there was chores to be done we we hauled in wood and we pumped water and carried in water to wash clothes and things like that. It was, there was a lot of work to be done, but um, everybody was in the same boat. We, and we survived. Right. <laughs> I'm <Now> still how, here. <laughs> yes. How many siblings did you have? You mentioned your there brother. There were four of us. There were four of us. I had uh, um, my older brother and my sister and then my younger brother. It was four of us, two boys and two girls. All right. Great. So you, you, you went through the school system and you're a young woman now and you got married when when did you get married then uh well i met my husband in uh we went to pine river to high school rode the bus and uh he was in the senior grade and i was in the a junior and we met in pine river at school and uh, and so we started going together at that time but then of course the war came along you know mm. and uh so he went into the Navy in 1944. And then I went, I graduated and I went down to uh, the cities and uh, and I worked, I worked in Michigan for a year and then I worked in the cities for three years. And then after four years, 1948, we were married and we've been Cross Lake ever since. All right, so so if you could, what, what was Cross Lake like in 1948? It was pretty quiet. <laughs> it was pretty quiet, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there were uh, no churches, not a single one, but, uh, and we did have several uh, bars and uh, restaurants at that time. Just, well, let's see, there was uh, Manhattan Beach, Ox Lake Tavern, Moonlight Bay, Duffy's Tavern. That was about all. Okay. Oh, and the log jam, yeah. Oh, yeah, the log <laughs> yeah, jam. But we didn't get any churches until uh, in 1950, the Lutheran Church, Cross Lake Lutheran, was established. So then we had a church, and our Catholic church didn't come until 55, and then the church was built in 57. So then we had two churches, and now we have mm -hmm. six or seven ch churches in Cross Lake, which is wonderful. Right. And in, in which, um, which church are you... Uh, I'm in, yeah, with Immaculate Heart, Immaculate Heart Catholic Church. Okay, mm -hmm. great. So the faith community here is really quite strong. Is that right? I, I would say so. I would, you know, nice people. Cross Lake is full of nice people. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Hey, now Cross Lake, uh, before it was Cross Lake, was Watertown Township, I understand. Um, I know you you lived through this this transition when they changed to Cross Lake. Do you, do you recall when that happened and kind of how that happened? Well, I can tell you how it happened, but I, I don't remember the exact date. But um, back in uh, the township days, there were there was no liquor. For some reason, other a township couldn't have liquor. And so um, I won't mention any names, but the people that had um, the Cross Lake store at that time and the Duffy's Tavern, they wanted, they wanted to have liquor. And so what they did, well, anyhow, the people voted on it anyhow, the whole Watertown Township voted on it and they split the township into two. And it was Cross Lake, the South End and North Cross Lake on the North End. So then Cross Lake, could then get a liquor license. And so they had several liquor licenses at that time. And then of course, North Cross Lake was able to do the same. So nice. <laughs> that only lasted a, just a few years. I don't remember very many, but it didn't last very long. Um, and North Cross Lake had the fire department and, and uh, it, it, was, it was not a good time to have the North and the city split like that. But it finally got, I think it was in the early 70s that we, they voted to go back and just be Cross Lake. So, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> I know you were wondering about the two words at Cross Lake. Uh, the reason they, the post office used to be Cross Lake, two words, but our mail was all going to Cass Lake. So they decided, okay, Cross Lake, the post office has got to be one word. So it's been, it's been one word the whole time. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I still see that. Uh, often today, uh, just the two-word uh, spelling for Cross Lake uh, on quite a few addresses still around. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do make that mistake. But hey, so um, back up a little bit. I know uh, Cross Lake. There was uh, the logging industry was really heavy. Um, this was probably even, of course, before you were born, Dodo. But um, share with me some of your, your experiences about just, you know, the old grade road and the rail. And you, you shared a story with me not too long ago about, I think it was, was Leo's father who was actually working on the, on the old grade. Is, was that the case? Uh, no, no. Um, the, the logging, I think was um, years. years ago. It was, uh, yeah. in, uh, I think the last logs went out of here about 1910. Um, no, uh, Leo's dad bought Cross Lake lumber in uh, 1940. And at that point it was, all it was was a uh, sawmill. They would uh, cut the logs during the winter and then they had the sawmill and then they would, uh, uh, saw into uh, the board into boards and then they would dry them and then they would plane them we had a planer and and that in 1940 and even in 1946 when leo got out of the navy went to work for his dad that's what they were doing at that time so the lumberyard started out very small but it it grew and went into um, plumbing and it went into hardware and electric and mm -hmm. and it um, by the time we sold, it was a pretty, pretty big business. Yeah. Right. Right. Now, now I understand too, back when the old grade and they were bringing all the lumber down from Longville into Cross Lake, um, the old grade extended right by your home right there in Cross Lake. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I went right by. 
it kind of went right along the, well, the lake, they, they dumped the logs into the lake, you know, from Moonlight Bay and a little bit south, you know, all along there. Mm-hmm. And um, the road kind of followed, followed uh, uh, 66 up just past Trout Lake. And then it uh, uh, went west and then it went north and it kind of made a jag there. And uh, the trail is still there. And the old grade, of course, it goes on the way up to Longville. Right. It's, so they, they had rail all on that old grade all the way up. You, you mentioned, I think it's Northgate right now that's north of Trout. Northgate Lane. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, that's where and the railroad went. Yeah. There was a, a, an ask from the railroad to, to measure the rail from Cross Lake to Longville. Share that story. Oh, that was my dad. My dad and uh, and Mr. Brundrett was the other guy. They were just kids. They were 16, and, and they were hired to measure the rails, and they walked all the way up to Longville and back and and gave whatever the measure was. He didn't tell me. I don't remember what it was, but that was, uh, he said that was a pretty good job. He says, he said they made about $4, I think, for that job. Yeah. Sure. That was a lot of money back then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I know you're involved and you have been for some time with the Cross Lake Historical Society. In fact, Dodo, I don't know if you recall, um, I met you at a, a Cross Lake Historical Society fundraiser years ago. I don't know if you remember that. I, I, remember, bought- <laughs> I remember you buying my jelly. That's what I remember. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. I'm like, I have to go yeah. meet Dodo. I was so excited yeah. about that. And I still have your jellies, actually. And I think that was probably five six, seven years ago now already. So that was, yeah. that was exciting. I don't think it's me. that long, but it wasn't that long, but it's still okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was one of the founders of that. I'm very proud of the fact that I was, it was just a, a group of us would get together in the uh, Lutheran church basement. And we decided we need a historical society. And, and that was in the seventies. And, uh, and we used to have little programs. We would have them in just in the church basement and, People would come and uh, they would give us a little donation. And in 1977 was when uh, Walt Hermerding got us the lease from the Corps of Engineers for the property we have now. And of course, you, you know what we've got now. We've got a nice little mm-hmm. village with old log buildings and it's just beautiful. I'm very proud of it. You know? Yes, it is beautiful. In fact, I'd like to uh, mention um, online, people can find your your website at uh, crosslakehistoricalsociety.org. I believe that's right. Mm-hmm. And you've been involved with that for some time then, too, you just said. For 46 years. And you're still involved today. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, still, uh, I still volunteer on um, weekends and stuff like that when I can. It's not hard work. You just go down there and greet the people and take them around, show them the buildings. And it's kind of fun. I enjoy doing that. Good. And you mentioned uh, just this past weekend, you were also volunteering down at the chamber. Do you, have you yeah, worked with that. them? Yeah, I've been doing that for yeah many, many years. <laughs> yeah. I used to be in charge of getting the volunteers and yeah, but anyhow, I don't have to do that anymore. They, they have hired somebody now. So it's, yeah, but we have mostly senior citizen volunteers down there. And it's not hard work. In fact, it's different. We don't, uh, you know, years ago when people used to come in, they used to ask a lot of questions and and uh, maybe want a place to stay. But now it, you could, they can get all that on the on the internet, so they don't have to. Mm-hmm. They just come in for fun and visit. But I'm there on Saturdays, yeah. Right. Hey, um, 
I've got an interest also in just understanding a little better how the town across Lake was was laid out years ago. I know um, like County or uh, Highway 16, um, the way it's laid out today, right there in front of your place, it was quite different back back when you were younger. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the road was very different when you know, we built our house in 1953 and moved in in 54. And uh, my my two oh, my two oldest kids that were about you know what five and six maybe at that time across the road there was a schoolhouse that was Moonlight Bay School they would walk across the road and go and play in the desks and ride on the blackboards and have a good time back in those days well then I think it was 1959 they uh, the owner of Moonlight Bay wanted uh, he wanted a more parking lot and so he arranged with the county. I don't know how, how they did it, but they uh, moved the schoolhouse off and bulldozed that hill down and moved the road. And now he has a bigger parking lot. So now it's, everything is a little bit different. But back, back in the day, it was safe for Mike and Mary to walk across the road. <laughs> not, not so safe anymore. No. no, yeah, it's quite busy now. So, so is, is Mike a, a younger sibling, Mary, of no, he's yours? The, he's the oldest. He's yeah. the oldest, okay. Yeah. So you've experienced quite a few changes uh, over the years. Uh, what's been the most significant um, change that you've experienced uh, in your lifetime here in Cross Lake? Um, well, for one thing, we don't we got uh, blacktop roads. That's kind of nice, and, um, <laughs> and pe- most of the people have electricity, and most everybody has plumbing, yeah, which is nice. You know, back. Back in the old day, in 1948, very a lot of people didn't have plumbing. So I know when we built our house, we were so proud because we were going to have hot and cold running water, <laughs> and that was pretty special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now the roads, having the roads blacktop really makes it nice. And now the city, even the city, has a uh, blacktop most of the city roads, and that's really really nice. See, back before the war, all the roads were. Uh, just gravel roads and there was a lot, lot of dust, a lot of dust, yeah. But I think it was after the war that it was when the roads started getting tarred because I, by 48, they were tarred, yeah. So with the tarred roads, I would imagine that helped a lot with some of the, the tourism uh, of the day. And, and I know you shared with me uh, just a couple of days ago, Dodo, that there were a lot of resorts on the Whitefish chain back in, in the 50s, 60s, much more so than today, right? Oh, absolutely. Hundreds of resorts. They were, they mm. really were. They, uh, that list, I don't even know. I, I should, I could show you the list. There was, there was hundreds of resorts. Now, Cross Lake has no resorts at all on it. And at that time, I, one time there was like maybe 20 or 30 resorts all around the lake, you know, but you know, the, the situation was that they, they were sitting on such valuable property and you know, you can't blame them. So they, uh, they sold, they probably sold and took the money and went and retired. And then meanwhile, these million dollar homes are built, are built there where there used to be little cabins, you know, so. That's right. It's all changed. Yeah, you don't I, have very many anymore. I'm sorry. No. And, and, and that started, you started to see that trend back uh, in the 60s, 70s time frame? Well, maybe, no, maybe later than that, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would say more, I would say more in the 80s. In fact, Loveland sold in the 90s, and they were a holdout. They didn't want to sell. So they, I know when she sold, Mrs. Loveland sold, while well, she 
made them promise they were going to keep keep it as a resort. Well, they did for a couple of years, and then that was the end of that. And now there's no Lovelands Resort anymore. Mm-hmm. But we we still have a few. We still have a few towering pines, I think, and uh, Clamshell Beach and Boyd Lodge and Boyd's and Manhattan's. Uh, the Manhattan's, yeah, of course that that is it. They, that's more of a fancy, yeah. Sure. That's not really. They don't have cabins, you know, little, little cabins that mm-hmm. see. It used to be a little cabin that you would, would rent, you know, and uh, you would just be by yourself, which was kind of nice. And families, it was families could afford to come and do that, you know. Right now, those yeah. little cabins probably didn't have, like you were saying earlier, they probably didn't have power and water either, did they? At the beginning, no, they didn't. <laughs> There was a pump in the yard, and there was also a, an outdoor biffy. Yeah, that's what they had. Yeah. Sure, that's the yeah. way to do it. Yeah, and and a lot of the resorts were marketing really the experience up here on the lake. A lot of hunting and fishing. Is that what the industry was back then? Yeah, yeah, a lot of fishing. Fishing was big, and of course, I I think still it people still like to come up here and fish. You know. All right, I I recall back in 1969 there was a big tornado that came through here it actually hit outing did you hear about that did you have any recollection of that oh yeah we were we were here when that happened yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the f4 tornado that came through yeah that was really bad and a lot of people out there lost their lives there had been one previous in 1966 that went through swanberg but nobody was killed it just Mm -hmm. a bunch of homes were in fact it was june 11th 1966, my, when my folks were living there, and they went in the basement, they said, the first time. Mm. Yeah. But nobody died, thank heavens, on that one. Right. But the one through outing was really bad. There's a book about that. Have you seen it? Yes, I, I have. I recently just picked, down. picked mm-hmm. it up. Yeah, I'm, I haven't read it yet, but I'm looking forward to, to that. And as big of an event as that was, I thought for sure there were some impacts probably down here on the Whitefish chain. I don't, I don't know that we really had too much of an impact, I don't think, at that time. A lot of our people went up there with their chainsaws to help out, I know that. Mm-hmm. Everybody in town that had a chainsaw would go up there and help. <laughs> All right, well, good, Dodo. Um, anything else that comes to mind as far as um, your, your experiences in the Cross Lake community and your, your life on the Whitefish chain? Well, I, can, I, I really enjoyed my life here. I've had a wonderful, wonderful marriage and I raised four wonderful kids and uh, I, I'm just happy with my life. Well, one thing I, I could mention to you that I'm kind of proud of that I started and that was a clothes closet. We called it the clothes closet and we got all the churches involved. We had a representative from each one of the churches and what we would do is we collected clothing and gave it away. And we did that for 20 Great. years. And we, what we did is the, the first place we were in was this city hall. And then the city hall got sold on, out from under our feet. And so then we didn't know where we were going to go. Well, then Lake State Bank was just being built. And they had this big basement. And uh, I knew all of the owners of the bank. So I went down there and I said, you got that big basement down there. And I told them what we were doing. Mm-hmm. I said, can we, could we use it? And uh and we only used it once a week. And they said, sure, we can use it. Do you know we were there for 13 years in the basement of Lake State Bank? And then uh, then they uh, they needed the space. So then we uh, 
we met, managed to find a place. A friend of ours had a building for us and we ran for six more years. So we went for 20 years giving away. But then after that, we couldn't find a place. Nobody, nobody felt like they could uh, afford to have, have us there. So, but it, we have a lot of memories about that. But right at that time, we had a, a Goodwill store came to town and then also uh, common goods came to town. So there is opportunity for people to get used clothing. So, so but we did our job until that happened and, and we did a good job and made a lot of people happy. We're, I'm really proud of that. Sounds good, Dodo. That's great, great story. Just again, uh, the website for the Historical Society, uh, crosslakehistoricalsociety.org. People can help uh, financially support that effort. I know you do you have done some amazing work there, Dodo, to be proud of as well. Yeah, we're very, we're very proud of that. We're very proud of that. Yeah. All right. And everybody uh, should take a time and come and visit. <laughs> yes, they should. And, and a shout uh, out to four Saturdays and Sundays. <laughs> okay, no, share that again. I'm sorry. I, I think uh, I interrupted every, you. Every Saturday and Sunday from 11 to four, from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Yeah. Good. Or and, by appointment. If you want to come, just call call me or call somebody in the in the organization. We'll take you down, show you around. All right. And uh, also, we got some new new things happening in town too. The National Loon Center is that's coming. Right. Also, mm -hmm. that's right down by the Historical Society. That's right. Yeah, they got yeah. the docks in now. They've just had a dedication of the docks today. Oh, is that right? That was just done this morning. Mm -hmm. All right, great. And then I recently met with Bill Burry. He's been supportive of our work here um, at the Cross Lake Train Club. Um, I know he, he had mentioned you, Dodo. I know he, he knows you as well. They have a wonderful place there. That is a really, really fun place to go. Everybody should go to that little train museum. It's fantastic. Yeah, the city of Cross Lake has a lot to offer here, and uh, it seems like every year there's more and more people coming up here, that's for sure, and this year is no different. It's Even after last year and all the changes we were going through, it seems like everything's back to normal this year for sure. That's for sure, yeah. There's a lot of things to do in Cross Lake, lots of things to do. All right, well, hey, Dodo, there's um, a lot more we could talk about, and I'd love to have you come back later. We could talk more about years ago. I mean, some of your experiences, your your family's experiences, um, even earlier than what we've discussed uh, today. So you're welcome back anytime on the show. Thank you for your time today, and uh, we really appreciate you um, just sharing what you did, and um, you're an amazing person, and I, I know the community uh, feels blessed that you're here and part of the community. I just do my best. <laughs> All right, Dodo. Sounds good. And well, I'll uh, wrap it up right there. Thanks again for your time. And we'll, we'll catch up with you later, Dodo. That'll be fine. That'll be great. Bye-bye. The Cross Lake Area Historical Society is presenting an event. It's called the Village Family Festival. It'll be Sunday, August 8th from 11 to 4 p.m., there's going to be fun for all ages with games, prizes, face painting, scavenger hunt, old time photos, and an antique sale. Admission is $5, and we're going to let whole families in for $15. And you can explore the Historic Log Village Museum. There's going to be displays of pioneer crafts and an opportunity to purchase a unique gift. And this will be at the Cross Lake Historical Log 
village. Good. And all that's on the website, right? I hope so. <laughs> CrossLakeHistoricalSociety.org. You know, we didn't have any plastic when I was growing up. We didn't have any polyester. Yeah. We didn't have nylon. Everything had to be ironed and, we, you know. Yeah, a lot of work. A lot of work, like you said. Yeah. So peanut different butter. today. We didn't even have peanut butter. Did you know oh, that? Oh, no. That's no. terrible. We uh, Growing up, I did not have peanut butter. I don't know when it was invented, but I'm going to have to find out. But I love peanut butter. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Whitefish Chain Experience Podcast. Want to DM the Whitefish Chain Podcast in between episodes? You can let us know if you want to participate in the podcast or share some content ideas. Please follow us on Instagram at Whitefish Chain Podcast. If you want to learn more about what we talked about today or view our podcast library, please visit our website, whitefishchain.com. Until next time, stay safe and healthy, Whitefish Chain friends.